weather forecast is brought to you by Heinen and Hopman, air conditioning specialists who will keep you cool. Sunny with a gentle breeze, highs of 26 degrees in Monaco, 27 degrees in Nice and Antibes, 28 degrees in Cannes, 30 degrees in Saint-Tropez with a moderate breeze. This evening going down to 21 degrees along the coast and 19 degrees inland with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday, fine and sunny, highs of 31 degrees inland in Navarre and the Outmaritime and 28 to 30 degrees along the coast. The sun rose at 5.54 this morning and there's a photo of it here in the in Monaco on our Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio. It will set this evening at quarter past nine. In London today, 20 degrees with light rain. Paris, 23 degrees with sunny intervals. Bordeaux, 24 degrees and thundery showers. And Brussels, 19 degrees with gusty winds. Il meteo vi offerto da Heinen and Hopman France. Offriamo assistenza e manutenzione per sistemi di condizionamento, ventilazione meccanica e refrigerazione per tutti gli yacht della zona. Per saperne di più e prendere un appuntamento, heinenhopmanfrance.com Seven minutes past seven o'clock. Good morning, Wednesday morning. I hope you're well. You're listening to the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. A top news story in France is that an investigation has been opened into the death of a 27-year-old man who was hit by a projectile during riots in Marseille on Saturday. And in sport at Wimbledon, yes, tennis, the two-time champion Andy Murray maintained his record of never losing in a Wimbledon first round with victory over over fellow Britain, Ryan Peniston. More on those stories coming up at 7.30. Also, in a moment's time, we'll have this morning's entertainment news, the pop quiz after 8 o'clock, and your last chance this week to win a pair of tickets to go and see Phoenix in concert at the Palais de Festival in Cannes on the 13th of July. Hank Potts will be with me at quarter to nine with all the latest business news. It's the best of the Riviera today, so that'll be on air and as a podcast on our Riviera Radio website and the well-being window is back yes after nine o'clock this morning uh, Gavin Sharp will be joining me we're talking all about anxiety uh, if you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin then it's studio at rivieradio.mc also in this morning's show I'll be asking you are you showing your age by scrolling with your finger Hoping for a soirée amoureux with your other half? Well, scientists say you want to avoid drinking wine and opposites don't attract. But going back now to 1986, a UK number three hit for that wonderful, the one and only Owen Paul. Okay, trivia time. Where does the word yacht come from? The answer right after this report. Taking a look at Nice International Airport on the arrivals, there's a, a late arrival, the 8.35 EasyJet flight from Paris Orly uh, will be late landing. That's the EJU4859. They haven't given a time to that one yet. And on the departures, uh, there's a delay on the 8.55 leaving Nice for Ajaxio Air Corsica XK101 uh, won't be leaving now until 5 to 11. Uh, taking a look at the trains so far this morning, uh, 
there is nothing to report and on the roads it's the same as usual I'm afraid slow moving coming into Monaco uh, the tunnel there off the A motorway is currently closed and it's slow moving along the uh, Moyen Corniche uh, between Montbaron and Villefranche that's heading uh, towards Monaco and uh, on the Basque Corniche uh, between Cap Die and Monaco so, where does the word yacht come from? It's a 17th century Dutch word meaning to hunt because they were originally used to hunt pirates along the coast, which is way cooler than how they're used now. DennisonYachting.com, your best access to brokerage yachts, charter experiences, and definitely not pirate hunting. minutes past seven o'clock in this morning's entertainment news. In the UK, Fiona Phillips has said that she has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's at the age of just 62. The journalist and broadcaster discovered she had the disease a year ago after suffering months of brain fog and anxiety. Uh, she added that she was getting on with it. Uh, the mother of two, who is a columnist for the Daily Mirror, uh, told editor Alison Phillips uh, that she was trying to carry on as normal, but wanted to share her story in order to help others. The boss of the company behind the Grammys has clarified the ceremony's stance on the use of artificial intelligence in the music industry. Uh, the CEO said that AI, or music that contains AI-created elements, is absolutely eligible for entry and for consideration for Grammy nomination period. Uh, he said that the Grammys, much like the music and performance industry as a whole, were still coming to terms with the new technology. And you might remember it, the television series Biker Grove is to make a comeback uh, produced by former stars Anton Deck. The children's series, uh, set in Newcastle, aired on the BBC from 1989 to 2006 and focused on the lives of youngsters who attended the youth club of the same name. It saw Ant and Deck find fame as PJ and Duncan. The pair, who will be executive producers on the reboot, said they were beyond excited. July the 5th is known as Bikini Day, if you dare. It was on this day in 1841, Thomas Cook opened its first travel agency. On this day in 1945, Churchill lost the general election after leading Britain throughout World War II. On this day in 1996, Dolly the Sheep, the first mammal to be cloned from an adult cell, was born in Scotland. And on the 5th of July 2012, uh, the Shard, Europe's tallest building, to date and a gleaming feat of glass and gravity defying engineering was officially unveiled in London. If it's your birthday today, uh, then you share it with Sir Paul Smith, the British fashion designer who was born in Nottinghamshire, is 77 today. Uh, Joe Lysett, the comedian, is uh, 35 today. And Huey Lewis, the American musician of Huey Lewis and the News, born in New York City, on this day in 1950, turned 73 today. Happy birthday. If it is your birthday today, here is Huey Lewis and the news. We're stuck with you, which is, well, you're stuck with me until 10 o'clock. Remind me to call Charlotte at 7.30. Could you get a, a plane to go to Brussels to some rap festival? <laughs> we've had some fun. Yes, we've had Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't dance 
Ed Sheeran, eyes closed, 7.27, the full English breakfast show. The new sport and weather is next. For property services in Monaco, across the Côte d'Azur and throughout the French Alps, contact Savills, the local property experts with a truly international reach. Think property, think Savills. The concerts are back at the Chateau de Berne with an elegant and festive programme. This year's Festival Jazz à Berne will take place over four consecutive evenings from July the 20th to the 23rd. Aurelien Vivos, winner of The Voice 2023, will open the festival, followed by the great Leanne Foley, a Barry White tribute and the irresistible Ben Lunkelsoul. To book and discover the artists, go to jazzabern.com. Enjoy an incredible experience at the Mont Saint-Rémaux, the unique luxury shopping destination on the Riviera. Let yourself be tempted by the most prestigious fashion brands and take advantage of the summer promotions from the 6th of July. Don't miss out. Only 30 minutes from Monaco. Arma d'Italia motorway exit. Find out more at saintremaux.themall.it. From the 18th to the 21st of July, the City of Nice presents the Nice Jazz Festival with 24 acts across two stages. Herbie Hancock, Juliette Armanet, Tom Jones, M, Diane Reeves, Yuri Buenaventura, and Roberto Fonseca, hyphen hyphen, Tower of Power, Olivia Dean, and many more. More info at nicejazzfestival.fr. Darling, we need to update our furniture with contemporary design pieces. Let's go to Mazzoli. They're an Italian manufacturer offering high-end design products. They deliver directly from Italy with their own teams for installation. And we can visit their showrooms in Nice and Cannes. Mazzoli? Let's go now whilst the sales are on. Visit mazzoli.it with two Zs. For property services in Monaco, across the Côte d'Azur and the French Alps, contact Savills, local property experts with a truly international reach. Think property, think Savills. The local news, brought to you by Balkan Estates, Knight Frank Monaco, the largest privately owned real estate group in the world. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio, with the latest local news for the south of France. Good morning, it's 7.30, I'm Sarah Lysa reporting. An investigation has been opened into the death of a 27-year-old man who was hit by a projectile during riots in Marseille on Saturday. Prosecutors have said that it was not possible to determine where the man was when he was shot or whether the victim had taken part in the riots. On Tuesday, they said that the likely cause of death was a violent shock to the chest from a flashball uh, as used by riot police, but did not specify who fired or owned the gun. The impact led to cardiac arrest and sudden death. Unrest appeared to ease on Tuesday across France as French President Emmanuel Macron met with more than 300 mayors whose municipalities had been affected by the riots to explore the deeper reasons for it. At the gathering, Macron was hoping to start the painstaking long-term work needed to understand the deeper reasons that led to these events. But with right and left-wing officials unable to agree, the president said that at the end of the meeting, they had failed to find unity. In response, 
response to the gathering, uh, the mayor of Neuilly-sur-Marne, east of Paris, said, I came here uh, to hear the president give us a vision, set a course. I didn't come for a group therapy session. According to figures from the government, nearly 4,000 arrests have been made since Friday, including more than 1,200 minors. Macron has suggested fining the parents of children involved. Meanwhile, employers' organisations have called on the French government to create an emergency fund for those who lost everything. The mother of Nael has taken legal action against an online collection for the family of the 38-year-old police officer, which was launched by a far-right figure in France, calling it an organised gang scam and denouncing fraudulent manoeuvres aimed at deceiving people. The kitty has gathered more than 1.5 million euros, sparking outrage in particular among the political left in France. A fund to support the family of Nael has run to just under 300 146,000 euros. In other news, a man suspected of two murders who was on the run from a detention centre in the Orne department has been arrested. He was captured near Angers in the Manet Loire department in the northwest of France. Before his escape, the man in his 40s was already serving a sentence for attempted murder as well as one for aggravated property damage. Locally, police have called for witnesses in order to find possible victims of a sexual predator in the Outmaritime. The man is believed to have been operating in the region since 2018 and he is suspected of exhibitionism and sexual assaults on women. The individual assaulted his victims between 1am and 4am, asking them for a cigarette and then following them in his car. Aged between 25 to 30, anyone with any information can contact the investigators on 04 92172207 that's 0492172207 and that number is available on our website rivieradio.mc under this morning's news section the wife of French footballer Hugo Loris has said that she has been left scandalised after being denied access to the A&E services at Cagnes-sur-Mer. On social media, Marine Loris wrote that for the first time as she felt out of place in her own country. The couple and their children have been living in London since 2012. However, while on vacation in Cagnes-sur-Mer, her birthplace, the wife of the former goalkeeper of the French football team arrived at the A&E service of the Saint-Jean Hospital on Friday, June the 30th, where she was refused treatment for an allergy due to the lack of a carte vitale and a French social security number. It's likely to be the middle of August before households in five municipalities in the Outmaritime can resume drinking tap water. A mains water has been contaminated by a parasite and the Gras Water Authority said that several measures had still be, to be taken, including the flushing of the pipe network and extensive testing. A bottled water is being distributed in the meantime. According to an American agency, Monday, July the 3rd was the hottest day ever measured globally. The readings, which need to be confirmed, show for the first time an average temperature exceeding 17 degrees Celsius on a global scale. However, this data only goes back to 1979. On average, the temperature at the surface of the Earth was 17.01 degrees Celsius. This is the first time that it has exceeded the bar of 17 degrees Celsius. The previous daily record is day 
dated to July the 24th, 2022, when there was an average temperature measured at 16.92 degrees Celsius. And finally, Gabriel, Léo, Jade and Louise. Uh, so which name is the most popular in France for 2022? NC has published its ranking using information collected from the birth certificates of children born in France. Gabriel for boys and Jade for girls were the two names at the top of the hit parade. For girls, the most popular names are Jade, 3,420 times in 2022, Louise, 3,412 and Ombre, 3,380. For boys, parents voted for Gabrielle, 4,889 votes, Leo, 4,078, and Raphael, 3,798. In the south of France, it was Gélia who was preferred in the Bouche de Rhone, and among the boys, Gabrielle is number one in several departments in the southeast of France, including on the Côte d'Azur. The local news brought to you by Balkan Estates, Knight Frank Monaco, the largest privately owned real estate group in the world. Find out more at balkanestates.com. Riviera Radio Business News, brought to you by Barclays. In this morning's business news, more than a year after Russia invaded Ukraine, the maker of Dove Soap and Cornetto ice cream has defended its decision to keep operating in Russia. And they said that the exiting was not straightforward as its operations would be taken over by the Russian state if it abandoned them. It comes after a campaign group estimated that the firm is contributing £579 million to the Russian economy annually. Uh, the morale rating agency accused the firm of felicitating Russia's invasion. And amid a crippling fuel crisis and a dire economic outlook, the island's leadership has again turned to its old ally Russia for help. Uh, for weeks, the fuel crisis has pushed Cuban people to the brink of desperation. It's the latest in a series of major challenges that they've faced recently. Food insecurity, inflation and electricity blackouts. Cuba's long-standing woes stem from government mismanagement and the US economic embargo, but were worsened by the collapse of the tourism industry during the coronavirus pandemic. For some Russian companies, though, this has presented a unique opportunity. At a recent trade forum in the capital, Cuba signed a series of agreements with Russian businesses covering everything from tourism and agriculture to energy. On the foreign exchanges, one euro is worth one US dollar zero eight cents. The British pound is buying one US dollar twenty seven cents. The pound's worth one euro sixteen cents, which means the euro is trading at eighty five point fifty seven pence. The Swiss franc is buying one US dollar eleven cents and one euro zero two cents. A Bitcoin thirty thousand eight hundred fifty four dollars twenty nine cents. Ethereum one thousand nine hundred thirty seven dollars zero nine cents. And commodities: the price of an ounce of gold. $1,925.75 and a barrel Brent crude $75.83. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315 3535. 
Sierra Radio, Sports News. In tennis, two-time champion Andy Murray maintained his record of never losing in the Wimbledon first round uh, with victory over fellow Britain Ryan Peniston. And in rugby union, Ireland qualified uh, for the semi-finals of the World Rugby Under-20 Championships with a 47 a 20 seven win over Fiji in their final group game. Uh, the victory means Ireland have finished top of Pool B with England being held to a 22-22 draw uh, by Australia. And in football, um, Mason Mount has told Chelsea fans a move to Manchester United is what's right for me at this moment in my career. And the midfielder joined Chelsea at the age of six and he realises that some Blues fans will not be pleased with the move. Here's more football news from BBC Sport. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. Hello, I'm Paul Serres at the BBC Sports Centre. Newly promoted Burnley will be without forward Michael Obafemi for the start of the season because of an injury he sustained on international duty. The Republic of Ireland forward tore his hamstring in a European Championship qualifier against Gibraltar in June. He'll have an operation this week. Obafemi scored twice in 12 league games, helping Burnley's promotion from the Championship last season as league winners. They will host the champions Manchester City in the opening match of the 2023-24 English Premier League season. Meanwhile, Brentford have completed a club record 29 million US dollar deal to sign the defender Nathan Collins from fellow Premier League side Wolverhampton Wanderers. More from the BBC's Abdullah Khani. The Republic of Ireland international, who only moved to Wolves from Burnley for 26 million dollars last summer, joins on a six-year deal. Collins made 31 appearances for Wolves last season, helping them to 13th place in the league. Commenting on the deal, Brentford head coach Thomas Frank said, I'm very pleased we've managed to sign Nathan. He has a lot of very good abilities that we value a lot. He's a composed and calm defender. His heading in both boxes is a big thing, both in open play and from set pieces, which is massive in the Premier League. His character is really good and we know that character is everything. He will fit into our culture, I have no doubt about that. I see leadership potential in Nathan. He's the perfect Brentford player, hungry and ambitious with a desire to learn. And the Saudi Arabian side, Al-Akhli, have confirmed the signing of the former Liverpool forward, Roberto Firmino, on a free transfer after his contract at Anfield expired at the end of last month. Firmino is the second English Premier League player to sign for the three-time Saudi champions after the Chelsea and Senegal goalkeeper, Edouard Mendy. And for more football news from the BBC, go to bbc.com forward slash football. BBC Premier League update from the home of Premier League football. The Marine Weather Forecast, brought to you by Bovelbon and its brand new International Yacht Club of Antibes. For coast areas up to 20 miles offshore, the Outmaritime and the VAR, the general situation is a depression of 1,014 millibars. Winds are northeasterly, force 2 to 4, the sea is moderate, visibility is good, and the barometric pressure for saint jean cap ferrat is 1,014 millibars. For North Corsica, winds are westerly, force 5 to 6, the sea is rough, visibility is good, and the barometric pressure for Cap Course, 1,015 millibars. The Marine Weather Forecast, brought to you by 
by Paul Vauban. Welcoming you all year round for a short or a long stay for all yachts up to 160 metres. Come and enjoy the new cruise centre at the International Yacht Club of Antibes. Find out more at leportvauban.com. Traffic and Travel is brought to you by Lutam Car Rental. Beep, 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 yeah. Riviera Radio Travel News. Taking a look at the trains, there's just a five-minute delay. The 8.11 east to Ventimiglia is uh, running five minutes late. On the road, slow moving as usual, coming off the A motorway into Monaco, but the tunnel there has reopened. Uh, it's slow moving on the Basconiche from Cap Dai, again heading into Monaco, and uh, between in Nice, sort of heading up from the Montbaron up to Villefranche on the Moyen uh, Corniche there, very slow moving. Uh, taking a look at Nice International Airport, as I mentioned earlier on, the departure, the 8.55 Nice to Ajaccio is running late and won't be leaving until 5 to 11. And on the arrivals, there's a late arrival for the 8.35 expected in from Paris, Orly, EasyJet flight. EJU 4859 is running late, uh, but they haven't given a time for that yet. Traffic and travel brought to you by Lutam. Six agencies on the French Riviera for a pleasant and safe rental experience. Visit lutam.fr. The weather forecast brought to you by Riviera Expat, your international health insurance specialist. Riviera Radio Sunny, a gentle breeze, highs of 26 degrees in Monaco, 27 degrees in Nice and Antibes, 28 degrees in Cannes and reaching 30 degrees in Saint-Tropez with a moderate breeze. This evening going down to 21 degrees along the coast and 19 degrees inland with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday, fine and sunny, highs of 31 degrees in the VAR and the Outmara team with 28 to 30 degrees along the coast. Uh, the sun rose at 5.54 this morning and will set at quarter past nine this evening. The weather forecast brought to you by Riviera Expat, your international health insurance specialist, offering access to the best treatments, hospitals and doctors wherever you are. Email us for more details at contact at riviera-expat.com. Finally, youngsters refuse to scroll on their phone with their fingers to avoid looking like their grandparents, according to a recent study. A poll found that 80% of Generation Z, that's those born between 1997 and 2012, and 67% of millennials use their thumb to tap on their devices. Meanwhile, 73% of baby boomers aged between 59 and 77 say they mainly use their index finger. Uh, the study by the makers of the game Candy Crush. Uh, Candy Crush? That has led to so many divorces in, um, amongst my friends. People have split up because of Candy Crush, believe it or not. I found that younger... I've never played it. Found that younger generations... But I still split up. Found that younger generations use their thumb to avoid being ridiculed. More than four out of ten in Generation Z said they felt self-conscious browsing or playing games on their phone in public using their index finger. It's all about the thumb. A very good morning to Armand, who says, remember to call Charlotte at 7.30. Thank you very much. I just did before the news. I've woken her up. Hopefully, fingers crossed, they will make it to the airport on time. And uh, fingers crossed, it will all go well. But I'll be, I'll need you by my side because I'm feeling a bit wobbly. And uh, Armand goes on to say, as Huey Lewis sang, happy to be stuck with you. Oh, thank you very much. Well, whilst we're on the subject of what you, which finger you should use, how about a bad finger? 
Here they are with No Matter What, 7.46, the Full English Breakfast Show, live from Monaco. No matter what you are. The weather forecast is brought to you by Nice Properties. Step into the next level of your life. Step into your new home. Sunny with a gentle breeze. Highs of 26 degrees in Monaco, 27 in Nice and Antibes, 28 degrees in Cannes and reaching 30 degrees in Saint-Tropez with a moderate breeze. This evening going down to 21 degrees along the coast and 19 degrees inland with clear skies. And the outlook for tomorrow and Friday, fine and sunny. Highs of 31 degrees inland in the VAR and the Outmara team and reaching 28 to 30 degrees along the coast. The sun rose this morning at 5.54 and will set this evening at quarter past nine. In Manchester today 18 degrees with light rain Bordeaux 23 degrees with thundery showers and London 20 degrees with light rain The weather forecast brought to you by Nice Properties four agencies from Cannes to Beausoleil and 25 collaborators to help you find your dream home on the French Riviera visit nice-properties.com Seven minutes past eight o'clock, you're listening to the second hour of the Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio. I'm with you until ten o'clock. Uh, coming up at 8.30, the news, sports and weather. At quarter to nine, we'll be joined by Henk Potts from Barclays for all the latest business news. In a moment's time, it will be the quiz and your final chance to win a pair of tickets to go and see Phoenix. Yes, they're playing concert at the Palais des Festival in Cannes on the 13th of July. And after nine o'clock uh, this morning, the well-being window is back. And Gavin Sharp is with me. We're talking anxious. Don't worry. Be happy. Good morning, Gavin. Good morning, Sarah. How are you this morning? I'm happy and uh, moderate level of anxiety. <laughs> You've had a few car issues, I understand. <laughs> Woke up and my car was gone. And I thought, that's a strange one. It was gone? It was gone. Things don't disappear in Monaco. They do. Well, that's why I was very suspicious. But <laughs> it turns out there was a slight misunderstanding with the very nice chap that washes my car. And he took it this morning for a wash. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. It's very nice. Oh, maybe if I leave my car where your car is, I'll get mine washed. <laughs> but it did test my anxiety levels, so there I, we are. I bet it did. Okay, so what are we going to be talking about? So we are going to talk about um, anxiety, and I can't believe we've got this far in all of our shows of the well-being windows. We haven't really addressed probably the most common mental health disorder, which is anxiety. And of course, on some level, we experience anxiety every day. Um, that's not unusual. But at some point, that crosses over and it becomes really problematic. So what I want to talk about after nine o'clock is what happens when it does become a problem. Um, do we cure it? Do we manage it? I just had a lovely conversation with Dominique from uh, from here, from Riviera Radio, and she's given me permission to use her as an example. And she said, oh, I, I'm going to listen in. She said, I, I am anxious and I worry a lot. And then she said something really interesting, which we always think if we suffer from anxiety. It's just as well I worry, though, because if I didn't, it would be much worse. And that, <laughs> that loop that we get caught in. So I want to address that loop and maybe how we can get out of it. 
Okay, great. So we'll be talking anxious. Don't worry, be happy with Gavin Sharp after nine o'clock. If you have a question that you'd like to put to Gavin, a studio at Riviera Radio dot MC. Nine minutes past eight o'clock, the full English breakfast show. Question, what is a vampire's favorite boat to travel on? The answer, coming right up. Taking a look at the trains this morning, the 8.38 Nice to Ventimiglia is running 15 minutes late, and the 8.47 Nice to Bresse-Roya has a five-minute delay on it, and there's a five-minute delay on the 9.25 and Nice to Paris. On the road, slow moving, but the tunnel has reopened, uh, coming into Monaco off the A8 motorway. It's slow moving in both directions at 42 Mougins, and at Nice International Airport on the uh, departures, the 8.55, leaving for a Axio uh, won't be leaving until 5 to 11 now. That's the Air Corsica flight XK101. And on the arrivals, the flight expected in from Paris Orly. Uh, the EasyJet EJU48589, sorry, 4859, which was supposed to land at 8.35, is running late. And they haven't yet given a time uh, to that one. So, what is a vampire's favorite boat to travel on? A blood vessel. Huh? Huh? I, I can't hear if you're laughing, so I'm just going to pretend that you are. DennisonYachting.com, your best access to brokerage yachts, charter experiences, and sometimes terrible dad jokes. minutes past eight o'clock and it's time for the quiz and your final chance this week to win a pair of tickets to go and see Phoenix. They're playing in Cannes on the 13th of July at the Palais des Festival. All you have to do, we're going to do guess the song, ly song lyrics this morning. So I'm going to read out the lyrics. You just have to tell me uh, which song they're from and by and who sings the song. Studio at rivieradio.mc So here are the song lyrics. I've kissed your lips and held your head shared your dreams and shared your bed I know you well, I know your smell I've been addicted to you 
I've kissed your lips and held your head, shared your dreams and shared your bed. I know you well, I know your smell, I've been addicted to you. If you think you know which song those lyrics are from, studio at rivieradio.mc, or you can download the answer on the open mic using the Riviera Radio app. And I must take this opportunity to apologise as there are currently problems getting Riviera Radio on Alexa. I don't have an Alexa because I never have another woman in my house, uh, but uh, it's not working at the moment. We're trying to get it fixed as quickly as possible, but it doesn't mean that you can't listen. Uh, The easiest solution is to go to our website and listen or get our app. And you can listen either through the website or download the app for free. And in just one click, you can listen to me. (laughs) Oh, there you go. So don't panic if you haven't got Alexa. I haven't got one. I've got no intention of getting one. Electric Light Orchestra, Mr. Blue Sky. I might have him. Electric Light Orchestra and Mr. Blue Sky at 8.25, the Full English Breakfast Show. Uh, now, that's confused me because, um, well, the question to the quiz this morning to win a pair of tickets to go and see Phoenix playing Cannes at the Palais de Festival on the 13th of July. It was Guess the Song Lyrics. Uh, they were the, these were the lyrics. I've kissed your lips and held your head, shared your dreams and shared your bed. I know you well, I know your smell, I've been addicted to you. Uh, now, my problem is, is that Anthony was the first one up, but it wasn't the right answer, Anthony. Richie. This is what you said. Hello, Lionel Richie. It wasn't hello, Lionel Richie, I'm afraid. Um, but the person who came up second with the right answer, well, first with the right answer, was Sally. Uh, but Sally says she can't go to the concert. So... And the other answers I've had are not correct. <laughs> so, you've got another try. New sports and weather's next, and have another go. Studio at rivieradio.mc. If you think you know the correct answer, uh, these are the song lyrics to which song? I've kissed your lips and held your head, shared your dreams and shared your bed. I know you well, I know your smell. I've been addicted to you. The Weather Forecast, brought to you by Riviera Expat, your international health insurance specialist. Sunny, a gentle breeze, highs of 26 degrees in Monaco, 27 degrees in Nice, and going uh, 28 degrees in Cannes, 30 degrees in Saint-Tropez with a moderate breeze, and this evening going down to 21 degrees along the coast, 19 degrees inland with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday, fine and sunny, highs of 31 degrees inland in the VAR and the Outmara team, and 28 to 30 degrees along the coast. The weather forecast brought to you by Riviera Expat, your international health insurance specialist. With two offices in Paris and on the French Riviera, we offer a personalised service and the best global insurers. Email us for more details at contact at rivieraexpat.com. 
finally. Now, when I first started reading this, I thought the reason would be because you get very ratty and maybe you say something you shouldn't say. But that's not at all the reason. Apparently, women hoping for an amorous night of soirée amoureux with their other half might want to avoid having a glass of wine first. Uh, without stating the obvious, but what I thought it was, it isn't, apparently. Women who dr- drink alcohol are 74% more likely to have issues in the bedroom, according to a scientific review. So, they're saying, yeah, if you want to have a soirée amoureux, you might want to avoid that glass of wine, but then that's a bit of a catch-22 situation, because you probably won't have the soirée amoureux if you don't have a glass of wine first. Uh, boom, boom. <laughs> Best things in life are free. 8.41, the Full English Breakfast Show. Hank Potts from Barclays is coming up next with all the latest business news. Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. How are you this morning? Still hanging on to your um, voice? I'm getting there. I feel it coming back. The power to the voice is returning. So I don't know if that's good or bad news for the world, but hopefully we will get through this. Okay. How are the markets this Wednesday morning? U.S. markets closed yesterday, so a bit of thin trading yesterday. European stocks pretty much unchanged. Uh, real estate, healthcare had a better day, but semiconductor stocks fell after China imposed restrictions on the export of metals that are crucial parts of the chip industry as the trade war in that technology space intensifies. Markets, I think, will trade a little bit cautiously over the course of the next couple of days, ahead of Friday's all-important non-farm payroll report, which is obviously a key indicator of the health of the US labour market will also be seen as a guide to the future path of monetary policy in the United States. We are looking at a slightly weaker start on the European bourses this morning. Got the Euro stocks down 12 points, FTSE 100 in London down 10 points, DAX over in Frankfurt down 39 points. And in the UK the mortgage rates are rising. What does this mean for the housing market? Yeah, UK mortgage costs have jumped to fresh highs for the years. Rising interest rates continue to increase the cost of borrowing. The average five-year fixed-rate home loan rose just above 6% yesterday. So getting up to those levels that we saw after the turmoil of the Liz Trust administration. Average two-year fixed-rate deal now standing at 6.47%. Despite subdued mortgage activity, house prices continue to demonstrate actually some resilience. If you look at the June nationwide house price index ticked up one-tenth of one percent month for month, having fallen three-tenths of one percent in the second quarter. The annual decline is still there. It's at 3.5%. That's still the highest since 2009. The lender said that the sharp increase in borrowing costs is likely to exert a significant drag on housing market activity in the near term. When you look at the UK mortgage market, there are around about 10.5 million residential and buy-to-let mortgages. 8.2 million of those are on a fixed rate 
800,000 need refinancing this year, another 1.6 million in 2024. So UK house prices peaked in August, they're down around about 4.1% from that peak. Our internal forecast test UK house prices should not generate a peak to trough decline of more than 10%. I think the market should remain supported by the steady labour market which is helping people to service their mortgage payments. Banks have actually been stress testing mortgage applicants at higher rates, so affordability may actually be less of an issue this time around than we've seen in previous cycles. We know there continues to be a structural supply and demand imbalance, and international demand continues to be positive, but could be certainly a shock for many of those mortgage holders as they come off those fixed deals where at very low rates and have to either stay on a variable rate, which is high at least at the moment, or go for a pretty expensive fixed rate deal compared to what they've been used to. And meanwhile, the world rich are doing well with wealth increasing. Yeah, on the other side of the coin, or coins, maybe we should say, yeah, the world's rich are doing very well. In fact, they added $852 billion to their finances in the first half of the year. Each member of the Bloomberg 500 Billionaires Index, what a nice list to be on, made an <laughs> average of $14 million per day over the course of the past six months. That's a stock market surge. Remember, the S&P 500 was up 16% in the first half of the year. NASDAQ was up 39%. Its uh, equity markets had their best start to the year uh, since 2019. In terms of the big winners, well, Elon Musk, top of that list, Tesla chief executive, world's richest person. He added 96 $0.6 billion to his net worth, while rival Meta Platform founder Mark Zuckerberg's wealth increased by just $59 billion. Not all winners, that has to be said. Some big losers on that list. Gotham and Dali uh, lost $60 billion uh, over the six-month period, including the biggest one-day loss of $21 billion. That's after short-seller Hindenburg Research accuses conglomerate of accounting fraud and stock manipulation. Claims, of course, he has denied, but his wealth has come down pretty dramatically. But in general terms, the wealthy seem to have had a pretty good ride of it. What would you do with all of it? If you That's were on that isn't list, it? yeah. Where I mean... do you even start? Where do you even start? I mean, it, it's a little bit embarrassing. Um, I look at Sergei Popov, uh, who's the bottom uh, of that list in position 500. I mean, he must be embarrassed with his 5.2 billion dollars, isn't it? It's well off the uh, it's well off the lead there. So, uh, I'm sure there's been a competition amongst these guys. Uh, Elon Musk's current net worth: 247 billion dollars. Wow. Okay, well, thank you for that. And on the foreign exchanges, please, Hank. Nice work, if you get it. <laughs> Pound against the dollar coming in at 127, euro dollar coming in at 108.5, 1 euro 16.5 cents for your British pound this morning. Thank you very much, Hank. Have a good day. You'll be back tomorrow at the same time. Will indeed. Have a good day. Hank Potts from Barclays. Fifty-three, the full English breakfast show on Riviera Radio. I've got a few things to do just ahead of a look at the papers and the news live from the BBC at nine o'clock, and then don't forget at nine o'clock the well-being window. We're talking about worried. Am I worried? No. Do I look worried? No, not at all. Anxious. If you have a question that you want to put to Gavin Sharp, studio at rivieradio.mc, he'll be answering your questions uh, between nine and ten o'clock uh, this morning on the full English breakfast show. Will you have a winner?
Congratulations to Debbie. Uh, the, the quiz this morning. Uh, you've just won yourself a pair of tickets to go and see Phoenix in uh, Cannes on the 13th of July at the Palais de Festival. It was guess the song lyrics. I've kissed your lips and held your head, shared your dreams and shared your bed. I know you well. I know your smell. I've been addicted to you. And Debbie, uh, we got there in the end. Yes, it was James Blunt and goodbye, my lover. So congratulations to Debbie. Uh, we'll have more pop quiz tomorrow morning at the same time, but a different prize. So stay tuned to find out more. And staying tuned, talking on the matter of being tuned in. Yes, there is a problem with Alexa. Uh, I don't have an Alexa, so I don't really know how the Alexa works. I'm a bit backwards, I'm afraid. Um, but we've just had another email in. We're working on the problem. It's a technical problem. We're doing our best to get it sorted ASAP. Uh, but there is a problem. Uh, so please, you can either go to our, listen to us through the website, or even better, download the app for free and just click one click you press play and uh, there you go bob's your uncle uh, you, that's how you can listen to us at the moment as soon as it's fixed i will uh, let you know finally fitting it in if i can a very well done and congratulations uh, to now this is very important morning sarah can you give a big congratulations very big 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 congratulations uh, to our oldest grandson isa for graduating from high school and to the other four grandkids Curlis, is it? Gnome and Elia and George as school's out this Friday so it's all round to the swimming pool in sunny Nicole. Thank you, Stuart. Well, congratulations. I hope I pronounced all your names right. That was for Issa, Curlis, Gnome, Ilya and George. Well done and well. There's nothing else to do but the party rock anthem. Have a great summer holiday and congratulations for graduating to Isa. And well, the others, you've got a long way to go yet. The weather forecast is brought to you by Heinen and Hopman, air conditioning specialists who will keep you cool. Sunny with a gentle breeze, highs of 26 degrees in Monaco, 27 degrees in Nice and Antibes, 28 degrees in Cannes, reaching 30 degrees in Saint-Tropez with a moderate breeze. This evening going down to 21 degrees along the coast and 19 degrees inland with clear skies. The outlook for tomorrow and Friday, fine and sunny with highs of 31 degrees inland in the VAR and the Outmaritime and reaching 28 to 30 degrees along the coast. The weather forecast brought to you by Heinen and Hopman France. Offering all yachts in the area, quick on-site support and maintenance for all onboard air conditioning, mechanical ventilation and refrigeration systems. Visit HeinenandHopmanFrance.com to schedule an appointment. The beach weather forecast brought to you by the Plage Beau Rivage in Nice. In Nice, the sea temperature is 24 degrees, the air temperature 26, the UV level is 9. And in Cannes at the beach, the sea temperature 24 degrees, air temperature 27, and the UV level is 10. The beach weather forecast brought to you by the Plage Beau Rivage in Nice. The essential beach for relaxing during summer with its zen and trendy areas. Plage Beau Rivage, 107, Quai des Etats-Unis in Nice. Visit plagenicebeaurevage.com. Okay, riddle for you. What do you call a boat that never sinks? The answer, right after this report. 
taking a look at the road. Still slow moving coming into Bonica off the A8 motorway, but the tunnel there has reopened. And no further delays on the trains, and there's nothing to tell you about at Nice International Airport. So, what do you call a boat that never sinks? A friendship. Get it? Because friends always keep you afloat in shifts and... Okay. Dennisonyachting.com, your go-to friends for brokerage yachts, charter experiences, and the occasional cheesy riddle. minutes past nine o'clock. It's uh, the well-being window on Riviera Radio. Coming up at 9.30, we will have the news, sport and weather, the What's On Guide and the Riviera Radio job line. And just before uh, the international news headlines at 10 o'clock, uh, the best of the Riviera. Uh, but we're talking about anxiety. Everyone feels worried sometimes. It's normal to worry about work, finances, family or health. But what happens when feelings of fear or worry don't go away? When does worrying become chronic anxiety? Anxiety, and is there a cure? And can anxiety ever be good? If you have a question you'd like to put to Gavin Sharp, he's here live in the studio. He's ready to go. He'll be up after this. Anxiety uh, from Julia Michaels. the well-being window Gavin good morning good morning anxiety yes what is it and is it the same as stress so it's a that's a good question to start with because we often confuse the two and in some respects they are you know two sides of the same coin how I would differentiate it is anxiety is the body's natural response to stress and typically, stress goes away with the trigger. So we were just saying before, I couldn't find my car this morning. So I was stressed. Then the car shows up. I see what's happened to the car, and I'm no longer stressed. The difference is anxiety tends to stay. It lingers. And it can be persistent. And as we'll talk about during the show, it shows up both physiologically and physically. And actually, our, our brains, in some respect, which are, you know, incredibly intelligent organs, but they're quite out of date because our brains were designed for hunter-gatherer times. So there's a, um, you know, there's a tiger that's chasing me in the wild and my brain is preparing my body for that danger. So when my brain thinks there's danger, it does lots of things in, it sends lots of signals to the body. So my heart starts to beat much faster. And it does that for a purpose. So I can have a lot more oxygen to run or to fight. Um, extra energy is fired throughout my body. So my limbs become stronger and, and have more power. Um, lots of emotions. And at the same time, the body says, I'm going to shut down what you don't need. So you don't really need your digestive system, so I'm going to suppress that. Now you don't really need your immune system. I'm going to suppress that. Um, if you're a woman, you don't need your reproductive system whilst you're being chased by a tiger, so I'll suppress that. So you can see that what it was designed to do, anxiety, is prepare us for 
death or the threat of death. What it wasn't really prepared to do is, uh, or designed to do, is prepare us for school exams, social media, um, being rejected by a partner. So what we find is that we spend too long with problems in our body, problems in our mind, because actually we've got this lingering emotion, this fear, this worry, this dread, and that's the anxiety. And the last thing I'll just say is it's really common, and I'm not talking about everyday anxiety, but actually 8 million people in the UK, according to Champion Health, they have an anxiety disorder. And about 60% of people in the UK have got at least mild symptoms of anxiety. So in some respects, the modern world we're living in, you know, there's an anxiety epidemic. Yeah, big numbers there. Well, going to the first question from a listener here. He says, uh, first of all, they'd like to say, uh, Ciao, Gavin. Hello, Sarah. I cannot say enough thank yous uh, for the well-being window. Uh, I would have two questions this morning. One is, what causes anxiety disorder? And two, is always thinking worst-case scenarios, anxiety disorder, or something else, or nothing specific? So... What causes anxiety, we, we actually don't really know um, for sure. What we suspect is that it is a combination of um, genetics. I think the stats are something like 25% of people who are diagnosed with an anxiety disorder um, have got at least one um, first-degree relative who has suffered or suffers from anxiety. We know that early life history has a huge um, impact. So if we've been exposed to trauma, um, maybe the type of parenting we've experienced, depending on what's gone, we've been bullied at school, um, certain health conditions will trigger anxiety. Um, particularly people who've got thyroid problems, they are much more prone to anxiety. Um, and there's some sort of personality trait. So, it's a very broad, we don't really know, we sort of think it's over here. Um, and I think, what was the, se the second part was, is I'm always thinking worst case scenarios. Well, if you're always thinking worst case scenarios, is that anxiety disorder or is it something else or it could just be nothing specific? It may not be an anxiety disorder and I'll, I'll, I'll talk later about the difference, but it's definitely, it's a habit and it's not healthy. And I was saying just, you know, we had a, a brief chat at um, just after the eight o'clock news and I was talking about lovely Dominique from Riviera Radio who said, yes, I'm, I'm often anxious and I'm a worrier, um, but it's just as well I worry because if I didn't, things would be much worse. So we get into this habit of, we think worrying is a way to to solve the anxiety, and it's not. Um, we tell ourselves through this kind of cognitive distortion, well, I must worry because if I didn't, it would be worse. So when we talk a little bit later about how we can manage anxiety, I'll try and give some tips how we can break the cycle. But if that person who's written in spends a lot of their time worrying about the worst case scenario that's a sign it's moving from this isn't healthy anxiety but it's moving on the spectrum to being a disorder okay i hope that answers your question and thank you very much for, for the kind words about the well-being window yeah, very kind and uh, moving on as another email from a listener hi sarah and gavin i get anxiety quite often i'm on medication for it and take a 
propanolol, is it? Propanolol? Propanolol? <laughs> I don't know that. Uh, it's particularly bad when I have a handover as my thought process goes into overdrive, uh, stimulating the feeling. Uh, what can I do to help it? So we're already into um, how do we, um, how might we cure anxiety? And so we know that there's some stuff that we shouldn't do, and that's a bit like the worrying that, or we think if I do this, it will make it better. So we shouldn't, um, we should be careful if we've got perfectionist tendencies, that will make me more anxious. Uh, if you're someone who ruminates a lot. Um, so beyond the, this person's on medication, of course mm -hmm. there's... He's actually, sorry to, to interrupt yeah. you, Gary. He's added to his email saying, uh, my mother was in a house fire when she was pregnant with me. Would that have anything to do with it? And it could well be. And so, of course, one of these things with early traumas, you can never prove it, but there is certainly proof there is a correlation between early trauma and adult mental illness, such as anxiety, depression, and alcoholism. So mm. it could well be. Um, I'm going to give some tips later on in the show, but let me say this. Certainly we know, and the, the issue is we, we all know this stuff, that if we sleep well and we have a healthy diet um, and we cut down on caffeine and we cut down on, um, on alcohol, these are things that will help us manage our anxiety. Um, if you are someone who is in the midst of... I'm almost panicking. I'm feeling really mm -hmm. anxious. Um, I'd say one thing that you can do in that moment is count backwards. Count from five to one. So if I'm sat here and I've got sort of brain fog because Sarah's looking at me and I don't know how to answer the question. And so something I can do for myself is I count from five to one. And if you add, um, count five things that you can see four things that you can feel, three things you could hear, two things you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. See, feel, hear, smell, and taste. Well, I'll be waiting a very long time for an answer then, won't I? Well, I've got to do all of that before you answer me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll count backwards quite quickly. Um, but something that grounds me... Okay, a faster, a faster way to ground myself if I'm frozen, I'm going to look around the room, and I'm going to think, what do okay. I see? Um, I see a chair, it's got blue stripes, uh, I see a picture on the wall, because what's happening in that moment is my body... Let's go back to the, the body response my brain and my adrenal gland is re is releasing this adrenaline and um, this is the stuff that's preparing me for the fight mm. or flight and whilst that's going on my thinking brain's gone offline okay. so i need to find some techniques that interrupts the brain fog and, I, and I'll, I'll give some more tips maybe later on in the show okay now i, I must say on on the uh the listener saying that, you know, the mother being in a house fire when she was pregnant and would that have anything to do with it? Out of all, I think, the, the topics that we've discussed and sometimes we have gone back to, obviously, childhood and how it affects you, I don't always agree on, on certain things going back to your childhood. I've never noticed that, Sarah. <laughs> I've never noticed that. I just that wanted to slip that in there. But... <laughs> What I would say is for anxiety, I would say we are taught it from... We, we are actually... Because you're not born with that. Children don't worry, do they? We, no. They're taught to worry. Well, we experience worry. It's both. Because if I'm an infant and I don't know when the next... You know, when mum's milk is coming next... Oh, I see. Um, yeah, I'm worry. already... My body is, um, is preparing me um, for a potential threat. So mm. I think we experience anxiety. What we hope 
we do is have parents that will model this is how you can manage your um, anxiety. Mm. It's important because my daughter did say to me last night, she's off to this music festival and I realised she was absolutely fine about going and was looking forward to it but I think having spent the afternoon and evening with me, she actually said I'm now really anxious about going mm. because you've managed to make me feel that way mm. because I think she could just feel that I was worried about even though I didn't say anything, I didn't, I tried to play it, you know, cool as a cucumber, but she could obviously see that I was, and she said, You're, you feeling anxious has now made me feel anxious. Yeah, and your anxiety was, for you, um, you feel like it's serving a purpose. It's like the parent who can't fall asleep at night until mm. they hear their kid coming yeah, home exactly. because once they start driving and, and actually, it's not making any difference lying in bed or keeping yourself awake to whatever the outcome is, which is nervous that, you know, they've had too much to drink or heaven Ooh. forbid they've been in a car accident. But it's, we think this is giving me some yes. kind of control exactly. of the situation. Uh, so we've got to kind of break that habit loop um, because this is how habits get set up. Um, we, there's a, a, a trigger, then there's a behavior and there's a reward. So the trigger is, um, you know, Charlotte hasn't come home or I'm Charlotte's going to a concert. Um, the behavior is I'm going to keep reminding her what to do and all those mm. things. And the reward is, ah, okay, I feel better. I've done my job. <laughs> but the problem is it's a loop. And yeah. so we're, we're, we're getting caught in a habit loop. Okay, and one last question before the news, sport and weather. Uh, hi, so I was told that I have high-functioning anxiety. Is that a real thing? If so, is it good or bad? Um, there's a lot of questions. We haven't got into the into the what anxiety. So high-functioning anxiety. No, it's not a. It's not a. Is it a thing? It, it, it is and it isn't. So I would say medically or therapeutically, no one is going to say give you a diagnosis of high-functioning anxiety. I think sort of type A super achievers sort of wear it as a badge of honor that, do you know what, I, I function well and it really drives me. And on some level, you know, I've probably got some anxiety now and it's giving me some adrenaline and it's motivating me to do the best job I can do in the show. Um, but actually, underneath it, people who have got that need to be a perfectionist or always performing well, the kind of Superman, Superwoman syndrome, underneath it, they're probably suffering from insomnia. There's, there's, they're probably perfectionists. And there's lots of other stuff that's bottled up that at some point you end up in a doctor's surgery with irritable bowel syndrome or something else because all of that anxiety has got stuck in your body. So I think it's a misnomer to think this is something good because uh, probably it's not. Okay, it's the Wellbeing Window. I'm joined by Gavin Sharp. We're talking about anxiety. Uh, taking your questions at studio at rivieradio.mc. 9.27, the news, sport and weather is next. The weather forecast is brought to you by Nice Properties. Step into the next level of your life. Step into your new home. Partly sunny with a gentle breeze. Highs of 26 degrees in Monaco, 27 in Nice and Antibes, 28 degrees in Cannes and reaching 30 degrees in Saint-Tropez with a moderate breeze. This evening going down to 21 degrees along the coast and 19 degrees inland with clear skies. Yellow for tomorrow and Friday, fine and sunny. Highs of 31 degrees inland and up to 28 to 30 degrees along the coast. 
The weather forecast brought to you by Nice Properties. Four agencies from Cannes to Beausoleil and 25 collaborators to help you find your dream home on the French Riviera. Visit nice-properties.com. Finally, experiments involving speed dating show that we tend to deem people who look like us as more attractive because we perceive them as kind and trustworthy. Uh, the new study said that looking similar to someone can create a sense of kinship, uh, which can lead uh, to more pro-social behaviour and a greater likelihood of becoming a couple. You're up to date. The news is available on our website, rivieradio.mc, and you can check out our Facebook page, 106.5 Riviera Radio, and 94. Gavin Sharp is with me. It's the Wellbeing Window. We're talking about anxiety. What is anxiety? How can we control it? Uh, Gavin, we've got quite a few questions to get through, so shall I continue? Okay, let's go for it. Okay, so hi, Sarah. Hi, Gavin. Uh, How does today's show relate to panic attacks? I've suffered with these periodically, but I wouldn't describe myself as overly anxious. Uh, Can I pass these to my children? So I, I, I truly feel for this individual. Panic attacks are, um, for anyone who suffered this, they'll know this, are um, really horrendous. And for the person who's having a panic attack, it's pretty much the same symptoms as having a heart attack. And so there's this... And, and for people of panic attack, there's no warning sign. So it comes on very suddenly. Um, and there's this intense fear, so there's... Um, often chest pain and chills or sweats and um so and i think that with with yes it's connected to anxiety for sure it's kind of anxiety on steroids and you know it's if anxiety is caused by release of adrenaline um the adrenaline is just pouring into um someone's body which causes the mind to race and then all these irrational thoughts and Hopefully, someone who suffered from panic attacks, they get better at realizing that they're very time limited because the adrenal gland actually becomes exhausted. So actually, the, the panic attack cannot last for that long. They have these thoughts, am I going to die? Um, breathing into a paper bag. Now, you may not have a paper bag with you, so but the breathing is really important. With anxiety, basically anything that breaks the cycle, anything that shifts your focus away from the racing thoughts. Um, anxiety, is. will you pass it on to your children? It's unlikely. Um, it's not something which is hereditary. Um, as I said at the very beginning, there is an element of genetics, but I don't think because you suffer from panic attacks, it's a foregone conclusion. It's unlikely that your child will have panic attacks. Okay, well, thank you very much for your email. I hope that helps. Uh, Moving on. Hi, Sarah and Gavin. Uh, Thanks for the show. Uh, My mother tried to abort with me. Is that a cause of my inherent feeling of anxiety and fear of social interaction, being always worried that I have said and done the wrong thing? It's a really interesting question, and it's rather like the other question about childhood. You know, we we can't know. these things, of course, when we find out that a bit about 
It's like discovering we were adopted or we discover that, you know, mum had maybe postnatal depression when we were younger. Sometimes we find these things out and we, we join dots or we make intelligent guesses. It sounds like that person is, has social anxiety disorder, which is one of the anxiety disorders, um, which is this irrational fear of being judged, um, of being watched. And that typically starts in kind of teenage years. Um, and someone with social anxiety disorder, you know, they, they, you know, you know, we know them when you meet them at a party, you go and say hello and immediately they're red like a beetroot and they're shaking and sweating. And then I start shaking and, and we're well, not quite shaking, but I'm now feeling their anxiety. It's almost Charlotte's point of now you're making me anxious. So I'm sort of making light of it, but it is tough. I don't know whether there's a connection but, you know, all of these things, they, they impact our way of being in the world. And therefore, it's how can we manage it? What do we do if we're walking into a room and we know that we're one of those people that feels anxious? Okay, um, hope that helps. Thank you, Gavin. Uh, moving on, uh, Sarah and Gavin. Hi. I never used to worry. I never used to be very anxious. I seem to have got uh, more and more anxious as I've got older. Is this typical of everybody or is it an exception? Again, it sort of degrees because I think on some level, as we get older and we're more aware of our existence and... and um, the, the existential angst can can grow. Uh, so I think some anxiety is um, is not uncommon. Uh, if that anxiety, you know, it's how do we know that this isn't healthy anxiety? How do we know that it's actually sort of um, getting out of control? And I would say to anyone listening, when you're at that point where you think this is starting to interfere with my everyday life, if I'm in the middle of this show and I'm suddenly not making eye contact with you so I can see Sarah through a screen um, and I'm suddenly looking away or I'm, I've got papers on my desk and I'm dropping them and, you know, the anxiety is taking over my ability to function. And if it's persisted, I think the doctors will say for a period of six months. Um, but, you know, if it's something which is persistent, you know, it's interfering with your mind and it's interfering with your body. So. Healthy anxiety, yes, we understand it's there. Worrying about things is, um, is normal. Um, but when we are finding that this is persisting, it's impacting my relationships, I'm taking it home, I'm taking it to the office, then I have a, a, a problem with my anxiety. Can it be related to depression or are they separate disorders? Um, it can be related and they often go together. So sometimes we, 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 we call them sort of, you know, comorbid um, disorders. They happen at the same time. Um, so biologically, they're quite similar. We tend to experience them differently. So with anxiety is more about I'm fearful of the future. Um, I've got a meeting this afternoon and my thoughts are racing and what's going to happen and will I be able to deliver? And then my muscles are getting tense. I can't really concentrate. So it's something that's going to happen. That anticipatory fear, that's the anxiety. Depression is more a sense of hopelessness. It's more, um, I feel worthless or, you know, sudden changes in my appetite. Um, so there is an overlap and they can occur sequentially or they can co-occur. And, you know, what I'd say with all of this is, if you think you have issues with anxiety, first stop always, 
go see your doctor. Um, go and make sure because sometimes the problem is, oh, you're suffering from anxiety or we can see that the anxiety is caused by your diabetes or by something else. Okay, so we so. always want to understand, is this something that's on its own or is this something that is related? You know, you, you were sharing a thing before about the presenter. It was really sad. She's 61 years old, Fiona Phillips, and mm. suffering from dementia. And so there, you know, there would have been anxiety um, at some point that, and she's got a history of dementia. So she's suffering from anxiety and not sure what it is. And then obviously she gets the diagnosis and of course that's going to add to the anxiety. So it's sometimes really hard to separate where does this fit in? Is it on its own or is it related to something else? Yeah, exactly. Because when I read that this morning, I didn't actually know that anxiety was a symptom of Alzheimer's. Yeah. That's what they were saying. She yeah. started to get brain fog and anxiety and then was diagnosed with uh, Alzheimer's. So yeah. Yeah, very, very sad. Um, right, moving on. Uh, how I'm, I am anxious. I know I'm anxious. I've been diagnosed with anxiety. How can I cure it? Well, I think with anxiety, it's about really, it's about managing it because it's not something that necessarily we we cure. So it's kind of how do I live with it and how do I manage it? So, as I said before, anything that shifts the focus. If you are sitting there worrying or fretting, um, break the cycle. Um, go for a walk, do some exercise, watch some TV, do something that is going to shift your focus. I was saying before, count backwards. Um, you, can, um, you can have a worry jar. Um, sounds a bit trivial, but it can work. So you sit and you wipe you write, you write your, it's not Jonathan Voss, you write your worries on a piece of paper and you cut them up and you put them in the jar and you keep going and then you put the jar on a shelf and you go for a walk. And it, as ridiculous as it sounds, sometimes it can be, oh, that's okay because my worries are on the top shelf in the kitchen. Um, and if you haven't got the pieces of paper, imagine yourself doing it. Um, sometimes it can be, as well as looking around the room, do something that grounds you. Pick up an object. How does it feel? Um, is it soft? Is it light? Is it rough? When you're doing this, you're tricking your brain. And you're taking your brain away from all of these racing thoughts to um, I'm feeling the paper cup or I'm feeling the chair or the, the, the desk. So things that shift your focus will help you. And then it's lifestyle stuff. It's all the stuff that we know. As I said before, it's the diet stuff. You know, nutritionists can play a really important role in well-being because they'll encourage you to do things like, you know, eat fatty fish and have vitamin D and magnesium and um, listen to our show last month on anxious thoughts. Um, not, what, what did we call it? It wasn't anxious thoughts. It was CBT or it was, I can't remember. But, but last, last month's show was how to deal with negative thinking. Ooh. So it's catching the loop of the thoughts that we get caught up in. Okay, well, I think this is going to have to be our last question. Uh, dear Sarah and Gavin, my work requires me to deliver a lot of external presentations. I have a habit of ruminating after the presentation and I ruminate about things that I might have got wrong or could have done better. I'm not sure if this is anxiety or insecurity or am I just an old fool? 
I think you're an odd form. <laughs> I do exactly the same. <laughs> I do that all the time. Can you see what an empathic therapist I am? He could come to see me and I just say, yeah, but an old form. Um, yes, it's anxiety. And I think rumination is, again, I keep using the word loop because we get stuck in this repetitive loop where we think we're trying to solve a problem. So we keep going round and round in our heads. Um, lots of perfectionists will ruminate. Uh, people with low self-esteem will ruminate. And again, it's connected to perfectionism, which is, I must get it right. I must avoid the fear of um, making a fall of myself at this work presentation, maybe losing my job. So again, it's catching those thoughts. As I said in the show last month, it's coming back to me now. Um, Where's the evidence? We tend to focus only on the negative because that's what our minds are programmed to do. We think about the negative. It's the alarm system in our body. So we have to tackle some of those irrational thoughts. Um, your thoughts are not facts. We have to remind ourselves of that. Your thoughts are not facts. And again, if you catch yourself ruminating, pick up a book, go for a walk, shift your focus away from that anxiety because we, we re you recognize it. If you find yourself being irritable or restless or these thoughts going around or also look for the physical symptoms, you know, there's the, the dry mouth, there's the headaches, there's the, the nausea, the stomach cramps. These are all signs I need to break the cycle because go back to how we started the show, my body thinks something bad is going to happen and my body is preparing me for something really dramatic. It's preparing me for that saber-toothed tiger that's gonna, gonna eat me. And actually, no, it's a work presentation. So get your body's alarm system off and slow down. And the last thing I'll say, probably advice to me right now is breathe, um, because I'm trying to get a lot in. Breathing is about the most effective tool that we have slow breaths and if you do that and i've said this many times before during these shows do that for two or three minutes and you will calm your whole nervous system okay well thank you very much gavin we've run out yeah. of time already where's my uh, stress and anxiety <laughs> uh what's it going to be next month for the well-being window well we're off next month because it's the august uh, it's oh Oh, you, you might be. I'm not. I think I'm still here. Okay, so you're not so here next month. I'm not here next month. So uh, I don't know. So if I'm open to ideas for people to, if they want to write in to, to me or to you, what would be useful? Is it something that we've covered before that people would like us to cover again? Um, and um, yeah, I was thinking possibly doing a show on anger. Um, but I'm not sure if that's going to be a bit, um, you know, breakfast show and anger. Uh, What's wrong with that, then? <laughs> what do you mean by that, Gavin? Exactly. Not a problem with that, no Gosh. problem with that. Oh, we'd better do some passive-aggressive <laughs> passive work as well. Um, so, anyway, yes, writing, if you, if you are interested in a particular topic, I'll do my best to cover it, uh, and that will be first Wednesday in September. September. And where are you off to, then? I am off to the sunny states. I'm off to the sunny state of California. Oh, lucky you. Someone's yeah. had a good year. <laughs> <laughs> Can I come with you? <laughs> well, that makes me anxious. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gavin, thank you. Have a wonderful holiday, well-deserved break, and, uh, well, see you in September. Thank you very much. Thanks, as always, to, you know, there were so many questions to, uh, to everyone. And please, I just stress one last thing. Yes, if you do recognise any of the symptoms, first stop is please go see your doctor, 
check it out and um, you know we can live with and we can manage anxiety. Gavin Sharp from Riviera Wellbeing, thank you very much. Thank you. For property services in Monaco, across the Côte d'Azur and the French Alps, contact Savills, local property experts with a truly international reach. Think property, think Savills. The concerts are back at the Chateau de Berne with an elegant and festive programme. This year's Festival Jazz à Berne will take place over four consecutive evenings from July the 20th to the 23rd. Aurelien Vivos, winner of The Voice 2023, will open the festival, followed by the great Leanne Foley, a Barry White tribute and the irresistible Ben Lunkelsoul. To book and discover the artists, go to jazzabern.com. Turn on the sound of sunshine, fun, and the good life. Covering the south of France in Monaco with great music, local information, and feel-good vibes. At home, at work, in the car, on the beach, yacht, or train. There's only one station in English. We are 106.5 Riviera Radio. Take advantage of outstanding sales at Gibonet with up to 60% off on the biggest brands in interior furniture. Discover the creations of renowned designers like Eames, Stark, Hercula, Le Corbusier and more. Gibonet, three addresses in Nice-le-Port, Nice-Buffa and Cannes Centre. Find out more at gibonet-mobilier.com. Come and discover Villeneuve-Loubet in a whole new way and enjoy unforgettable moments thanks to the many festivities organised in the village and by the sea. Concerts, shows, entertainment and other events will make for an exceptional holiday season. For more information on the upcoming programme, visit villeneuve-loubet.fr. For property services in Monaco, across the Côte d'Azur and throughout the French Alps, Contact Savills, the local property experts with a truly international reach. Think property, think Savills. Traffic and Travel is brought to you by Lutam Car Rental. Beep, 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 yeah. Riviera Radio, Travel News. Slow moving coming into Monaco, but otherwise it seems to have cleared uh, much more uh, fluid as they say in French, on the A8 motorway. Uh, there's just one delay on the trains, the 12.11. Uh, nice Ventimiglia is running five minutes late. And taking a look at Nice International Airport, there are no further delays or cancellations. Traffic and travel brought to you by Lutam. Six agencies on the French Riviera for a pleasant and safe rental experience. Visit lutam.fr. The best of the Riviera. I'm pleased to welcome Ella Coutelier, uh, the sales director of Capvia, specialising in a specific sale named in French, the Vente en Nue Propriété. Ella, welcome to Riviera Radio. Could you please explain to our listeners what this sale is and what are the advantages? First of all, thank you for having us today. We are a French company created in 1919 Paris, which offers to French and foreign property owners to obtain cash from their property. The conditions are easy to understand. In France, there is a specific sale called Vente en Nue Propriété, which enables owners to sell the walls of their property without having to move out. 
Thanks to this solution, the owner can obtain an important amount of cash from 50 to 70% of the property value while staying in his property for a duration to be defined. This duration can be defined by the owner. So you offer to owners a solution to immediately obtain cash from their property but without having to move? Exactly. When selling the walls, the owners obtain an important amount of cash available immediately the day of the sale signature. He chooses how long he wishes to stay in his property and this duration can vary from 7 years up to 20 years or for life. Okay, so for example, I own a property and I wish to obtain cash to finance a project but I don't want to move from my property. How much can I obtain? Here are examples. If you wish to stay for seven years in your property, you could obtain about 70% of your property value. If you stay for 10 years, that would be 60% approximately. If 20 years, that would be 50%. And in order to stay in your property until your death, the percentage will depend on your life expectancy. Okay, so that's very clear. So the available cash from the sale can improve the owner's quality of life, for example? Absolutely. This solution is very helpful for owners who are looking for cash to improve their quality of life, buy a holiday home, help their children, finance their uh, studies, for example, and finalize a private or professional project. Okay, so your solution offers several possibilities, but can the owner still maybe rent out his or her property during the contract? Yes, of course. Um, the owner is free to either live in the property or rent it out to obtain rental incomes. And what about the payment of any future building work? With Capivia, everything is very clear and transparent. During the contract, large building work can be very expensive, such as roof reparation. And these are entirely paid by the buyer. So who is eligible for this kind of contract? Anyone who is over 50 and who owns a property located in France. The owners can be either French or foreign. And who's the buyer? We have a partnership with a French bank. So finally, how can we find out more? We have an office in Paris and Nice. You can find us on internet at capivia.com or you can directly call us to make an appointment. Louis Julien, it's 10 o'clock. Louis Julien, jeweler and watchmaker in Cannes for six generations, turning time into luxury. Official watch dealer for Rolex, Hublot, Chopard and many more. The English Breakfast Show is brought to you by Air France. Fly to spectacular destinations around the world. The Air France Network accompanies you at every step of your travel cravings to make sure there is no location you cannot reach. Elegance is a journey. Air France. Go to airfrance.fr or in your local travel agency. Octomarine, the water treatment specialist, supplies a user-friendly and compact solution for your drinking water requirements on board your yacht or in your villa, designed to produce high-quality drinking water. Our new slimline filtration system with LED UV, developed with sustainability in mind, offers advanced filtration and disinfection and has a three-year lifespan. Drink in confidence, comfort and compliance with Octomarine. Find out more at octomarine.com. 
treat yourself to a gourmet summer at Beefire, the restaurant at the Plage Barrière Le Majestique in Cannes. Have lunch on the shady terrace and discover new flavors and exquisite dishes created by chef Mauro Colagreco. In the evening, enjoy DJ sets or live music and savor delicious cocktails and tapas during Les Soirées Beefire. Find out more at hotelsbarrière.com. Darling, we need to update our furniture with contemporary design pieces. Let's go to Mazzoli. They're an Italian manufacturer offering high-end design products. They deliver directly from Italy with their own teams for installation. And we can visit their showrooms in Nice and Cannes. Mazzoli? Let's go now whilst the sales are on. Visit mazzoli.it with two Zs. At Mujan British International School, we nurture individual abilities and encourage self-discovery for our early years and primary school students to unlock their full potential. With spaces still left for the next school year, contact us today to book a visit to our beautiful campus at mujan-school.com. It's just gone 10 o'clock, taking a look at the international news headlines. Israel has ended its operation in the refugee camp in the northern West Bank after two days of violent clashes. In the UK, the Prince and Princess of Wales have met the first person born under the National Health Service at a tea party celebrating the NHS's 75th anniversary. And the world's average temperature reached a new high on Monday the 3rd of July, topping 17 degrees Celsius for the first time. The weather forecast is brought to you by Heinen and Hopman, air conditioning specialists who will keep you cool. Mostly sunny, gentle breeze, can't make up their mind. They say partly sunny, mostly sunny, highs of 26 degrees in Monaco, 27 in Nice and Antibes, 28 degrees in Cannes, 30 degrees in Saint-Tropez with a moderate breeze. This evening going down to 21 degrees along the coast and 19 degrees inland with clear skies. Yeah, for tomorrow and Friday, fine and sunny with highs of 31 degrees inland in the VAR and the Outmaritime, 28 to 30 degrees along the coast. Il meteo vi offerto da Heinen and Hopman France. Offriamo assistenza e manutenzione per sistemi di condizionamento, ventilazione meccanica e refrigerazione per tutti gli yacht della zona. Per saperne di più e prendere un appuntamento, heinenhopmanfrance.com. Thank you for listening. That's it for this morning's Full English Breakfast Show. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 7 if you'll have me. Uh, with, uh, it will be property services Thursday all day and also I'll be announcing uh, the Feel Good Friday theme for this week and uh, hopefully I'll be uh, telling you about Charlotte's travels to Brussels I have to say I was a bit miffed because I got home yesterday and she'd been out and about getting a tent and this and that, I mean it's a festival, it's camping, it's not it's not glamping or anything and uh, I'd said oh, because Marin and Julian had told me that they're going to see Billy Joel in Hyde Park on Friday and I thought wow, that would be a good show to go and see. So I said to Charlotte and Cammie, I said, oh, do you know what? Marianne and Julian, they're going to go and see Billy Joel in Hyde Park in London. And they went, oh, no, that's where we should have gone. And I thought, oh, well, why didn't you say? <laughs> I might have related better to that than some <laughs> rap festival in Brussels. I'm getting too old. Madonna, cherish. Bye.